the RTE Rugby Podcast, sponsored by Canterbury. See the new Irish men and women's rugby jerseys at canterbury.com. All right, you're very welcome along to a special RTE Rugby Podcast this week. I'm delighted to be joined by Munster and Ireland scrum half Craig Casey, who's getting ready as part of the Irish camp this week to head off to Portugal for hopefully a bit of warm weather training, Craig. Um, we can't absolutely guarantee it this time of year, but nice to be able to take that little break, get yourself set up for a, for a nice Six Nations. Yeah, thanks, Neil, for having me. Um, yeah, exactly. It's lovely. Great opportunity to get over to Portugal and um, definitely get exposed to a bit of heat before we go into a tough five games. I think uh, it will definitely be very beneficial uh, for us to train in the heat and train at pace and intensity so that we're straight up to speed come uh, next Saturday. And first couple of days in the, the HPC before you're heading off for the for the bit of some, what, what's going on in these couple of days? Are you doing anything on the pitch? Is it just kind of a bit of background stuff, research on teams, team meetings, things like that? Yeah, so today we had a few um, meetings and walkthroughs, just getting our details and stuff um, back from the, the autumn. Obviously, there's a few new lads in as well, so getting them up to speed and all trying to buy in on what we want to do for the Six Nations and then getting each other up to speed, little conversations going around about what we need to do better, what we have done well and stuff like that. So we got our walkthroughs done t- uh, today and tomorrow we'll be on the pitch um, going hell for leather and seeing uh, where we are. Is it strange considering, I suppose, you, you're probably still relatively new to the whole Test Rugby experience, but is, is it strange when maybe you've been around for a year or so and you start to see guys coming in for their first experience at the camp. Does, does that feel a little bit odd? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like Keen uh, Prendergast is in as a development player um, today. Uh, so kind of thinking back from when I went in as a development player, all the nerves of driving up and stuff like that. Uh, so you're trying to make them at home straight away and for them to be themselves because at the end of the day, they're going to need to be themselves at they can buy into the team, I think. So trying to get everyone up to speed, like I said, and uh, make them feel at home. And what was that like, your first your first trip up the road coming into the camp? What's that car journey like for your, I presume you're just constantly thinking about right, what's going to happen here now for these next few days? Yeah, exactly. Um, You get sent like the plays and stuff before you come up. So that whole car journey up, I was just trying to <laughs> go over the detail in my head that I had done over the first, the few days beforehand. And then you're trying to like reinstate it in your head. But, Obviously, the excitement going up the road, like it's, it's the place you've always wanted to be in. Uh, it's always it's the place you want to be in for the next 10 years or so. So I remember my first time I was just trying to put my best foot forward and hoping to get back in then when it when it came around again. And luckily I did. And if you compare it to, you know, a couple of days ago when you were heading up to camp, do you feel a lot more comfortable walking in the door? Are you? I don't want to say comfortable with it because, you know, you're always striving to be at your best and you're always striving to improve, but you're kind of at ease in yourself with, with the situation, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's definitely different from your first time going up. I mean, you don't really know what to expect when you first come up. You know, it's going to be um, a group of high standards and stuff like that. You're coming into, you don't, you're not sure what it's going to be like, but you know exactly what it's like now. Obviously, this is my fourth time being in, it, being in the squad, so you know exactly what you're coming into. It's not the unknown and stuff like that. So you're a bit more comfortable there, but I don't think you can ever be comfortable in, in international camp uh, because you're always striving to be to be the best you can and the best team in the world. So uh, you can't be comfortable in here, I don't think. Mm. And in, in those first few days of your first camp, do you remember, like, did you have, was there a particular teammate, a staff member, someone in the background who you were kind of leaning on a little bit for to just find out the bits of information might have been a roommate or anything like that. Was there someone who kind of helped you through those first few days? 
uh, obviously with COVID and stuff like that, there wasn't any roommates. So you yeah. had no one to lean on um, during the my first camp. You didn't have anyone to come back to a room with and chat through stuff. But like everyone's really accommodating. I remember my first camp, it was literally like anyone you'd pass would be asking you, are you okay? Uh, do you have anything to ask about the players? Luckily, I had enough detail nailed down and stuff like that that I, I was able to ask a few questions as well rather than always um, being the one give, being told stuff, I think. So the more you feel comfortable in there, it's definitely, uh, it, it helps a lot. Yeah, and it's obviously a big year now, this Six Nations in particular, because I think there's always just a good feeling about the the away year for Twickenham and Paris. Obviously, there are going to be games you desperately want to have an involvement in. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they're two great teams that will be going up against it away from home. It will be definitely a challenge, but I think it's challenges we're looking forward to, definitely. Um, like you said, it's it's definitely games you want to be involved in. You want to be involved in the biggest games. So hopefully I'll put my best foot forward over the next uh, 10 days and be picked for those. Yeah, and it, it's funny. It's it's nearly a kind of a tricky situation you've put yourselves in where November was so good. And we're obviously a couple of years out from a World Cup as well. So you're coming into a Six Nations where I would imagine you obviously want to make some improvements. Trying to figure out where to make those improvements might be tricky as well. But I'd imagine then you also want to leave a little scope for further improvements down the line. So it's 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 a it's a tricky balance, I'd imagine. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, you're looking for improvements everywhere. Um, obviously, we have a lot to build on, I think, from the, um, from the autumn. Uh, obviously, we played three great games, I think. But obviously, there's, there is still lots of room to improve. And I think that's an exciting thing. Uh, you play very well, but there's still things to improve, which makes, makes it very exciting coming into camp, knowing that you're going you're gonna to be improving again, I think. On a personal level, where do you see your kind of short-term scope for improvements over the next six to 12 months? Yeah, um, I have a lot of improvements, really. I think uh, everyone obviously knows uh, where they need to become better at. I think, um, obviously, you always want to be probably the best at your, what you feel is the best uh, thing that you do. So, like, my passing game is something that I, like, would say is my biggest rock. So, I'm always trying to improve that so that it becomes a point of difference and stuff like that whereas obviously um control of the game and then your kicking game i i feel like that that has come on a good bit over the last few years and i think i want to push that more again yeah i was gonna ask that as well like if you were to look back at the the craig casey that made his debut maybe last year where were the the improvements you think you've made since is it in that kicking game do you think yeah i actually think i've made improvements all uh all over the place really Kicking game is probably one thing that I focused on coming out of school that I felt like that I needed to to be more rounded in. So I've really put a lot of work into that over the last three year, three or four years. Um, I definitely feel like that's come on a good bit. Uh, support lines are something that I'm always kind of looking at. Um, Aaron Smith, Antoine Dupont, uh, you know, lads that are getting on the end of tries. I think you always try and try and look at them and take a lot from that. So I think getting upfield is definitely something that I've worked on. Uh, it's not always coming to fruition in the games and stuff like that, but it's something that I'm drilling every day in training and then hopefully if there's line breaks in games that I'm on the end of them. From a, from a team point of view, have there been kind of particular messages in the last couple of days as to, or today so far, as to, to what are the little areas you can kind of improve on from November? Yeah, uh, 100%. I think we, we're, we're clear focused. Um, we went through our attack detail and stuff today, and where we can be, where we can be better there. I think defense will probably 
come into it tomorrow and where we can take that to another level. I think it's all about stepping up to the next level now again, uh, hitting the next gear, I think is what we're talking about. So hopefully you see that over the Six Nations. Yeah, fingers crossed. And then from to go back to Munster, obviously, good week, uh, good win at the weekend against Wasps. And I would imagine after a few weeks in a row where it was low scoring games, the opportunities for tries weren't really coming up together. There must be a lovely feeling of kind of letting a, letting a bit of pressure off, letting a bit of steam out when you're able to have a bit more of an open game like it was against Wasps. And also to finish off a, finish off a long block where people are going to be going away for the Six Nations. A nice way to kind of finish things up on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was kind of a weird block of games for us. Um, we we had prepped before and just after the autumn that we'd have about eight weeks in a row. And then obviously that didn't come to fruition with uh, what happened with COVID in South Africa and stuff like that. So it definitely was a weird kind of block of games for us. But then when we got into games, like there was stuff that we were definitely happy with. There was stuff that we needed to work on. Um, obviously, we had a few chats where we need to be better at where where we were uh, or in our circle is fairly tight. We were ne never bothered. We knew where we needed to improve. Um, and that came out on, in the game on Sunday. I think like we got into our flow early and it, it just kind of carried on. Um, obviously, unfortunately, around like the 35th minute, Thomas Young went down injured. And it's good to see that he's out of hospital and doing well and stuff. But I think that kind of killed the game maybe for 15, 20 minutes. And then I think we found our gear again and kicked on for the last few minutes. So that, I thought that was good. Yeah, absolutely. And good to hear he's, he's doing well as well. But in terms of the way things have gone with Munster over the last couple of months, look, there, there have been pundits who weren't necessarily too pleased with the style of play. But on a broader thing, when you when you look at the tables and when you, where you look at Jarwis' home advantage in the last 16, having gone through such a disruptive period between whatever, everything that happened in South Africa, games getting cancelled here at home, and just the general disruption with, with the coaching ticket as well, if you were to look at where you are in the table and the results you've had, you kind of think, okay, this is actually a pretty good starting block for the rest of the season. Yeah, like you said, I mean, we were definitely disappointed with that kind of game. Um, we know we didn't play well in that, but uh, I don't really read too much media, but I, I know from some lads' reactions, uh, there was a bit over the top, I think, that came for us. But again, you're not in our inner circle and stuff like that, so... We know there's going to be stuff said outside of us, but once we stay together inside her and it came together on Sunday, like I said. So what you're saying to me is, calm down, lads. We have this under control, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, finally then, for the Six Nations, I suppose just your kind of general hopes. It's going to be really, really tough getting getting games. There's going to be brilliant competition between yourself, Connor, and Jameson. But at the same time, is there a bit of relief you're you're still ahead of some very, very informed players, the likes of Kieran Marmion, Nathan Doak is someone who's been talked about to get an Irish uh, cap at some point. Like, there's fierce competition there at the moment between probably six or seven scrum halves. Yeah, the, the scrum half depth chart in Ireland is probably the best it's ever been, I think. Um, like you said, there's a lot of informed lads and it's always an honour to be in camp. I, um, you'll never forget that. Uh, it's always brilliant to be in Irish camp. It's always brilliant to have the opportunity to play for Ireland. And every time you you get a chance to put on an Irish jersey, it's it's a massive honour. So it's definitely something I'm not um, thinking down on. It's it's time to drive on now, I think, and learn from the two lads that are in camp, but obviously bring what I bring as well and uh, learn from the coaches and try and drive on and have a good Six Nations, I think. All right, Craig. Very best of luck. Go well over the next few weeks and enjoy the Six Nations. Thanks for chatting to us. Thanks very much, Neil. Thank you. 
the RTE Rugby Podcast, sponsored by Canterbury. See the new Irish men and women's rugby jerseys at canterbury.com.